This is the Victory Podcast. Every week, we'll share an inspiring message about God's grace and forgiveness for you, wherever you're at in life. Your victory starts now. So let's pray. Lord God, as, as we come to unite, um, there are a lot of issues going on. A, a lot of issues. And, uh, you know, Lord God, one of the issues is, is that we sometimes don't remember you. Uh, all these issues come screaming at us, uh, terrifying us, scaring us, making us anxious. And, and, and you don't come screaming. You come with a, with a whisper. God, why do you come with a whisper? God, I, I know that by your Holy Spirit, you come with a whisper because you're close by. You're right beside us. In fact, scripture tells us you're inside of us. They are that close to us. And so, Lord God, I, I ask for all of us, for all of us all the time to remember that you're here that you're near, and to you, we are your dearly loved children. Thank you, Lord. Bless our time together, and uh, all God's people said, amen. Amen. All right. Again, so, so what we got going on tonight is uh, just a, a little study. We're going to talk about anxiety. We're going to look at, at some scripture. Uh, want to just share with you some of the background. This has actually been in the works for a while. Uh, just been talking about it and talking about it. Was thinking about making it a, a small group and different things. I've uh, done quite a bit of reading, a number of books. In fact, uh, kind of our framework really tonight is going to be based, and, and the next couple of times we get together is going to be based on a, a book from, from Max Licato. And, and so we're just kind of going to walk through that and, and share some scripture and, and things like that. So uh, the first thing that we've got up there is, is anxiety, all right? This is anxiety, the inability to relax. I'm wondering, can you relate the inability to relax? Last night at, at home, I, I'm sitting there telling the family, let's play a game, let's play a game. And my daughter's like, no, I don't want to play a game. It's like, come on, I want to play a game. And she's like, you know, not all of us have to be doing something all of the time. Oh, man, the inability to relax. Always got to be on the move. Always got to be going. You know, uh, another thing about anxiety, maybe you've noticed this, is that there's suspicion about a difficulty that's around the corner. Okay. So for example, you're just living out your day and your phone rings. Maybe it's in your pants pocket or your purse or your coat or whatever. And your mind goes, uh Oh, what's wrong? What am I going to have to do? Am I going to be able to take care of it? You know, or another one. And you know, that's all like anxiety. Anxiety takes our breath away. Uh, it sometimes makes it hard to sleep. We lose energy and, and our well-being as well. Uh, and I know from personal experience that can be super, super tough, okay? Um, 
you know, there's fear and anxiety. They are probably twins maybe, but they're not identical twins, right? So you can tell the difference between fear and anxiety this way. Fear says, get out. And anxiety says, what if? Okay, fear says get out, anxiety says what if. So, for example, the other day I was running on 76th Street and maybe about 30 yards in front of me, a coyote went flying across the street in, in front of me. And my, my music, man, I hope the thing didn't see me. That was fear, okay? What if is if every time I was out running, I was looking all over for coyotes. What if, what if a coyote comes out? Okay, and so uh, anxiety screams, what if? In fact, uh, that's uh, anxiety's greatest hit is what if. But I, I, I have a ton of what ifs, okay? Uh, what if I don't have enough time? What if I don't know? What if... Uh, I let God down. Yeah, what, what if uh, we lose a job or a temporary layoff for sure? Uh, yeah, what, what if I have to learn uh, virtually in high school, from high school all the time? Right, and, and what if, man, these, oh, thank you guys for sharing some really tough things, right? What if my, my little boy, little Owen, can't go back to school? How's that transition work then? Uh, yeah, Jane, thank you. What if I don't feel safe going back to work? Oh, yeah, they're out there, right? Uh, what if we get sick? Uh, what if we don't meet someone's expectations? Uh, yeah. A lot of, lot of what ifs, you know, for me too, uh, you might laugh at this, uh, for grilling, like when I go outside and, and grill, um, one of the, I know how long it takes to cook a hamburger on my grill. I know how long it takes to, to cook a brat on my grill because I'm always, I was before this, what if, what if I burn it? Uh, what if it's not cooked enough? And so now I know, and it's just like a regular schedule because I got all these what ifs. Yeah. What if we are homebound for even longer than this month? Whole lot of what ifs, a whole lot of, of uncertainty going on in our lives right now. What if, huh? And we're going to come around and we're going to be able to answer some of those things with uh, some really neat promises and stuff like that. What if I disappointed or inconvenienced other people? You know, that's, uh, that's one of those issues sometimes we have too, and maybe it takes on different ways from, from being a people pleaser or being a perfectionist or or both, or yeah, I see this one too. What if I bring this sickness home to my family from work? I know, I think that's the, that's the thing that really helps me to kind of do the social distancing thing. You know, uh, I haven't gotten over that. I'm, I'm too brave or too strong to get sick, but I, I'm so afraid that, that I might give it to someone else. And here we go. So some of the causes of anxiety. All right, we talked about the what ifs, uh, that's the uncertainty and things like that. Another big cause for anxiety 
is change, okay? Change. Um, I, I was reading in a book the other day, and it said uh, more things have changed in the last 30 years than they did in the previous 300. Okay, more, change, more things have changed in the last 30 years than the previous 300. And I don't know about you, but I think if, it feels like it. If it's not true, it feels like things have changed more in the last two and a half weeks than they changed in the previous 30 years. And so it's just on, on hyper speed, all this change. Um, I, I got this uh, email today. Uh, it was from Microsoft Office and it said message center, major changes notification. Wow, right? And I, I couldn't help but think we're in a major change major change with a, a lot of a lot of uncertainty uh, going along out there you know and things just change so fast today change so so very fast uh, I'm not used to not working and, and having a regular schedule yeah for sure right we just get so used to that we we go to work or we go to school we've got our schedule and and we're ready to go and uh, yeah, you'll you'll note that when you get to college and stuff too, that you don't have this schedule. You have to kind of set your your own schedule. Uh, we're not we're not we're, we're getting isolated, right? To some degree, it's hard for us because we're we're used to interacting and and things like that. Uh, not feeling safe at the grocery store. I know I was talking with a friend the other day. He was going into the grocery store. A lady was coming out, and he said we were at least twelve feet apart. And he said. She like ran away from me like I was a, a linebacker, okay? Yeah, change in, in homeschooling, right? That's, uh, that's huge. That's, that's so much different, uh, right? Oh, and, and trying to homeschool and work at the same time too, that's, uh, that's a big difference, isn't it? Um, and not being able to see my family, parents, siblings, and, and grandparents. Yeah, there's there's just so so many changes. We had, you know, we're so blessed, and uh, by God's grace, we'll get back to being able to to move around and and be with one another as well. And I, I can't wait. You know, it's just like here too the 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 changes. I'm in an empty lobby, right? It's usually never empty here. Because uh, this is especially for those of us who are Christians, all right? We've got this anxiety going on. And, and for Christians, Max says, not only do we feel anxious, but we also feel guilty about our anxiety. The result is a downward spiral of worry, guilt, worry, guilt. Uh, as Christians, uh, sometimes we're anxious. And then we go, I shouldn't feel anxious. And then we just feel guilty. And it just kind of goes around in, in a big circle. I kind of think of it like a, an ice auger. And uh, we drill down and it just, it just keeps, on, keeps on drilling down. So the signs tell us different things, like a stop sign, right? Boom, stop sign. Uh, when we're driving on a highway somewhere and we see a sign, it tells us which direction to go to which city or, or what have you. These signs tell us something. And, and so here are some some signs and uh, just want to share with you these questions and see if you can uh, 
see yourself in any of these. Uh, the first one is, are you laughing less than you once did? Hmm. Do you see problems in every promise? Do the people who know you best see you becoming more critical and negative? Do you assume something bad is going to happen? Do you downplay good news with a version of your reality? A lot of times you would rather stay in bed than get up. Do you magnify the negative and dismiss the positive? And, you know, I've heard that it's said that uh, for every like negative comment, we have to have uh, six or seven or maybe even more positive things. Okay, positive things. And so, yeah, being a, a fixer, uh, making sure things are right, per perfectionist, magnifying the negative. Uh, this includes not always giving myself enough credit for what I do and focusing on, on what I've done wrong or, or haven't done. Yeah, you know, um, I, I'm not, I, I was talking with a person the other day and, and they got just a glowing report at work, a glowing report at work and, uh, you know, a review. And, and the person says, yeah, but I'm probably not as good as they say I am. You know, that's just an example. Yeah, I tend to dwell on the negative. If, if the thought is from God, okay, so in other words, if that thought is loving and good and positive, if that thought is from God, dwell on it. If that thought isn't good, if it isn't from God, flee it. Just tell yourself. If, if it's a bad thought, if it's a negative thought, if it's a sinful thought, that, that this is a lie. This is Satan trying to bring you down, okay? Concentrate on, on the good things, okay? Concentrate on the good thing. Uh, is, I'm going to read Psalm 23. Uh, the Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for his namesake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. That's so good. You know, sometimes we, we kind of hold Psalm 23 off to the side for like a funeral, right? And it is super comforting at a time of a funeral. But you know what? We need Psalm 23 every single day he's with me even in the dark times right so that tells us two things right there are going to be dark times we live in a sinful world there are going to be dark times but god is with us yeah i, I lack nothing uh, I have what God wants me to have. And God's a very generous God. Sometimes we don't have because we don't ask. Or, or sometimes we ask and leave instead of ask 
and receive, right? Um, we should chill out about COVID and, and trust in God, right? That, you know, one of the things, right, is with COVID-19, what is this, you know, it's all because of sin, somewhere along the way, sin in the world. If there wasn't sin in the world, COVID-19 wouldn't be in the world. But we have a sin conqueror, don't we? We have Jesus with us. Yeah. God's with us always. Yeah, you're with me. I love it. And you know? so thank you guys for, for sharing that. That's just amazing. Again, just remember, God is with you. Uh, in, the, in the first verse, it calls God uh, our shepherd right? Uh, we think of John chapter 10 and Jesus being our, our good shepherd. Uh, the shepherds with the sheep, the, the shepherd, you know, they weren't watching TV, you know, uh, they weren't, you know, sleeping, whatever. They're on, they're on. Jesus is with us. He's watching over us. Uh, he makes me lie down in green pastures. I, I love this. He, he makes me lie down in green pastures because sometimes I don't want the green pastures. It's good, but my sinful nature, for whatever reason, doesn't like the green pastures. God says, come on, let's go. Let's go to the green pastures, right? Uh, he leads me beside quiet waters. Uh, again, that's telling us not all waters are quiet. Not all things, but he's leading. He's right there with me. He guides me along the right paths, the best places, okay, for his namesake, his, his characteristics, all right? Um, and we talked about, even though I walked through the darkest valley, uh, you know, a former translation talked about that, the, the shadow of death. God's with us, even in the tough times. I think about all these different uh people in, in scripture and, 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 you know, right there, their lives weren't easy. Right. Think, uh, think of Daniel. Uh, I'm just thinking if I, if I replace myself with Daniel, switch places with him and I'm going to get thrown into the lion's den, <laughs> you know, uh, but God was there. Right. And he shut the lion's mouth. Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego being thrown into the fiery furnace. What, what went on? The angel of the Lord, the pre-incarnate Jesus, was right there with them. They, they, they didn't get burned up. They came out. They didn't even smell like smoke. All right? Uh, yeah, I, I agree with you, Jane. Psalm 23 is our, our beacon of hope. So he's with us. It's, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. God fights our battles. I think that's another one of our issues, right? We sometimes try to fight the battle ourselves. No, let's let God fight the battle. He's the strong one. He's the loving one. He's the one who can do it. We can't, we can't do it. Let's let him do it. Again, verse 5, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Uh, there is chaos in a sinful world. Okay, there is chaos in a sinful world. It's, it's there. Sometimes we just don't see it, but it's there. But in the middle of that, you see what the next part of that verse is? You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. God is so generous. Our cup overflows with blessings. In the last verse, surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. 
and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. You see, when we have that suspicion of, of difficult times just around the corner, what Psalm 23 says, no, not difficult times around the corner. Goodness and love will follow me around the corner all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Yeah, you know, um, we are very blessed where we live, but this isn't heaven, okay? This isn't heaven. Heaven is is far, far greater than that. So that's just a little review of, of Psalm 23. Our confidence is in God, not our circumstances, right? God's got this. So but what we're going to do is we're going to use this uh, an acronym, you know, CALM. All right. So we're next week. We're going to look at on Tuesday. We're going to look at celebrating uh, God's goodness. And then uh, on Thursday, we'll be looking at asking God for help. Then the, the following week, uh, leave your concerns with him. And then we'll wrap up with meditate on good things. And that's a, about, a little bit about what we talked uh, about a little bit more. Um, is there anything before I start to wrap us up for tonight, anything that you guys, I just want to share, share a thought with you. Uh, a friend of mine, he wrote to his congregation, this, this note, and I just want to, want to share it with you. It, it says, I'm just reading it to you. Do you remember a time when you had nothing to worry about? As a child, you had all kinds of things to be concerned with but you knew that someone else was in control. If you didn't feel well, you complained to mom or dad and they took care of it. The medicine may not have tasted very good or maybe they took you to the doctor who in my case started things out by needle me in the backside. That wasn't pleasant, but I knew it was for my good because my mom said it was so. My parents were in charge, things would work out. I had nothing to worry about. All I needed to do was relax and let them worry about my problems. Get that? All I had to do was relax and let them worry about my problems. Now that was peace, okay? He goes on, it was the same kind of peace God wants to give you. He calls himself our father and promises to work all things for our good. He even worked out our greatest problems, sin, by loving us to his death. Now he says, rest in peace, my child. I am control. I, the maker of heaven and earth, will take care of you. Trust me, and I will give you strength to endure your worldly problems. Trust me to give you eternal peace in my almighty arms. Okay? Peace I leave with you, Jesus says. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives, do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. Okay? So your heavenly father is with you. You see, there's a whole lot of change going on, but there's one who hasn't changed. And there's one thing that hasn't changed. God's love for us. God is for you no matter who you are god is for you his love is constant it's never changing he is not plotting to harm us or to hurt us or to leave us 
He's planning. He's got this amazing plan to walk with us right into eternity, uh, to, to take us through the valley of the shadow of death, you know, all those things to, to, the, to the places so we can get to the quiet waters. He's always looking at us. I want to encourage you as we close up tonight to look for him. In other words, remember him and remember his promises like what we saw in Psalm 23. So maybe tonight before you go to bed, if you have that opportunity, uh, you can read Psalm 23 uh, again. Okay, so let's pray, all right? Lord, as, as we laid out all the what ifs that we were had there before, you know, what if my husband loses his job? What if my child can't go back to school? And, and we had, what, what if I get someone else sick? And, you know, we had all these different what ifs. We all had a bunch. We, we listed some of those, what if, okay? What if then will, then, then something else will happen. What if then, it may not be good, but then God will. You're going to take over. You got it. You've got it. We've got the best with you right now. You, Lord, are our shepherd. You are our refuge and strength and ever-present help in time of trouble. And so, Lord, in the middle of our anxieties, uh, and maybe we all have some things in common, and maybe we have some things that are different. In the middle of our anxiety, Lord, come and bring us your peace. It is a peace not based on our ability to forget about things. It's, it's a peace not based on us being able to control circumstances in our life or in the lives of those that we love. It is a peace based on your character and your promises because you never fail. And because of that, we can't have peace. And so, Lord, give us that peace that surpasses all understanding. We pray this in the powerful and saving name of Jesus. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Victory Podcast, brought to you by Victory of the Lamb in Franklin, Wisconsin. For video sermon archives, more information about us, and to let us know how we can meet you where you're at, go to victoryofthelamb.com.